0: What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. Of course, it's a short one today. I didn't have too much to talk about. We mainly talked about Conor McGregor. We talked about Francis Ngannou's potential next MMA promotion. What else did we talk about? We talked about... uh, Peter Yan a little bit. Not too much. But your boy's going to avenge Unfold pumped pumped if you guys haven't heard of their new song go check it out it's pretty dope called nobody but that's all i got for you guys remember follow me punch the mouth official on instagram official underscore p-i-t-m on twitter peace What's going on everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. It's going to be another short one, maybe 15 minutes, but I'm Adrian. Welcome back to the Punch in the Mouth podcast. Today, we're going to mainly talk about Conor McGregor's interview with Ariel Helwani. We're going to go over the picks for this weekend, UFC 286. But first and foremost, your boy got in. He's going to event Sevenfold. He is so excited, bro. I'm pumped, man. You guys have no idea. I'm next level pumped. I waited for a while for this one. I had to get pit tickets. It wasn't possible, but enough of that. Let's get into it. Let's start with the picks first. Because I'm telling you, there's only going to be like 10, 20 minutes at the most. Let's go. So let's start with the picks. UFC 286 this weekend. You got Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman. You got Justin Gaethje versus Rafael. I don't know if it's Fiziev or Fiziev. Which one. You got Gunnar Nelson versus Brian Barberina. Originally, Gunnar Nelson was supposed to fight Danny Rodriguez, but Danny Rodriguez pulled out due to undisclosed reasons. Jennifer Maya versus Casey O'Neill. You got Marvin Vettori versus Roman Dudice. Let's just do the main card. So. For Marvin Vittori versus Roman DeLite, I'm gonna go with Vittori. I'm gonna go with the under, underdog Jennifer Maya because I believe she's gonna win. I know she's the underdog, but she's 20 and 9 fighting a person that's 9 and 0. So I'm gonna go with Jennifer Maya. Gunnar Nelson versus Brian Barberina. I'm gonna go with Gunnar Nelson because I believe his ground game is gonna be too much for Barberina. But Gunnar Nelson can't get into a slugfest with this guy because if he does. It is over, you understand me? Over. Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Faziv or Fiziev. I'm going to go with Rafael, man. Or Rafael. It depends on which Justin shows up, you know? Because I know Justin's the underdog, but it depends on which Justin shows up to fight. Because if the trigger-happy Justin shows up to fight, Rafael Faziv is going to have a field day with him. But if methodical Justin shows up, it's going to be a hard night. And then Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman, I'm going with Usman, man. I understand elevation probably played a big part in Edwards' performance in the last fight, but I don't know, I believe Usman just made a mistake at the very end. But we shall see what happens, man. But yeah, so I got Usman, Ziv, Nelson, Maya, and Vittori. That's one, two, three, four, that's five picks, the whole main card. Now, let's talk about conor mcgregor's appearance on the mma hour yesterday there was a lot of stuff going on there bro mainly this wolf tickets conor mcgregor ev- ev- evasive on usada re-entry testing organization rebuff meeting claims Dang, yeah, here we go bro here we go here we go this is nuts this is next level nuts it says right here before he can step back into the octagon conor mcgregor will have to step Back into the UFC's pool of drug-tested athletes, a move he seems reluctant to make. Yeah, because that dude's probably on some stuff that will melt the cup. Let's just put it that way. This is right here. Conor McGregor hasn't really seemed like a full-time athlete since winning the lightweight title belt off of Eddie Alvarez in 2016. That victory was followed up by a year build-up for a boxing match against Floyd Mayweather, which was followed up by a year build-up for a title fight with... Khabib Nurmagomedov then came a a year of assault allegations and then contract negotiations all for a single fight against Donald Cerrone and another year of build up for two bouts against Justin Poirier the last of which came more than a year and a half ago. Okay, first of all as far as I know there was no negotiations. Conor is still on his contract that he signed before he fought Khabib cause he did ink a new deal before he fought Khabib. The last 18 plus months has seen mcgregor rehab a brutal leg injury face more assault allegations and shoot a movie at the moment he's just wrapping up filming of the latest season of the ultimate fighter opposite former bellator champion mike chandler at some point this year the two men are supposed to face off inside the octagon maybe probably one major stumbling block to that t's 2023 return is the ufc drug testing agency usada following his most recent Poirier lost McGregor, withdrew from the UFC pool of of active athletes apparently to pursue more advanced forms of injury rehab to repair his broken leg. To return to competition, UFC regulation states that he'll need to re-enter the pool for at least six months and pass at least two drug tests. That's how I had it understood. Now, Connor went on the MMA hour yesterday because I don't want to read this whole thing. I'll read his quote, but I don't want to read this whole thing. Connor went on the MMA hour yesterday and said, Look, man, they told me all I need were two clean tests and I was good to go. Look, he says, yeah, well, I mean, it's not, I'm not rushing things. McGregor said when asked about getting back into the UFC drug testing pool, the hurdles and whatnot, but we're there are hurdles and whatnot, but we're in contact. We're in constant communication and there's an interview scheduled and a meeting happening and then it'll all be official. And then it goes on to say, if that's the story McGregor's management team has been telling him, though, it might be that he's been misinformed. In a statement to TSN's Aaron Bronson, Usada unequivocally rebuffed McGregor's assertions, noting that they had not received a notice that he was coming out of retirement to compete. They also made it clear that the two-test six-month requirements are not an either-slash-or scenario. Both are expected to be completed. Now, here's a statement from USADA. While we meet with all athletes who enter or re-enter the testing pool, we do not currently have a meeting set with Connor. As of today, we have not received notice of his coming out of retirement to complete the agency said in a written statement. The UFC rules are clear and that in addition to two negative tests, an athlete must make themselves available for testing for six months before returning to competition. This is a fair way to ensure that an athlete does not use The retirement status to gain an unfair advantage by using prohibited substances during the retirement period, which would enhance their performance unfairly. If they ultimately decide to return to competition, while the rules permit the UFC to make an exception to the six month rule in exceptional circumstances, when the strict application of the rule would be manifestly unfair to athletes. Our position, which we have made clear, is that Connor should be in the testing pool for a full six month period. Okay, you can say all you want, but the fact that you put this in here, look. The fact that while the rules permit the UFC to make an exception to the six-month rule in exceptional circumstances. You guys have to understand, and not a lot of people are going to like this, but you guys have to understand. This fight with Connor and Chandler, it's a big fight. It's an exceptional rule. I know people don't want to hear that, but it's an exceptional rule to that. You know they're to they're going to write something up to make it seem that way. And I bet you USADA will let it slide because they're like, okay, this is all we need. Like, uh, this is USADA covering themselves, bro, washing their hands. USADA's stance seems clear on what they want from McGregor on his return. It is interesting to know, however, the language leaves plenty of room for UFC meddling. You see, whatever the drug testing agency expects, it, it may very well be that McGregor has already come to deal with Dana, White, and company to bypass the six-month window. For his own convenience you see you see it's a big fight big money to be made take a coffee break jeff Navinsky. take a coffee bit ba- break bro take a coffee break you see what i'm saying here guys there's nothing new we all knew this was gonna happen if you're gonna tell me you didn't know this was gonna happen you're lying to yourself if you really follow the sport there are special rules when it comes to mcgregor because of how much money he makes this company and then you go on Twitter. You know what? And strangely enough, I rewatched the Conor McGregor interview to, to hear this part of the interview, and they cut it out. You can find it on Twitter, but they even said on here they cut this part out. So they didn't like that Conor went on here and said that, and he somebody he even gave somebody a look. I don't know if it was Adi because I know his manager was there, but he gave somebody a look and. He just said, Oh, they told me I just need two clean tests, and that's it. So there might be something going on here because you go, you go on Twitter. This is Connor's response to, to the USADA statement I just read to you guys. I was going to say, mate, I didn't make no statement. Fucking relax, Adrian. You think you're a big dog or what? USADA is going in the bin. I mean, at this point, like, l- l- look what happened with them with fucking IV gate. You guys are, remember that? They're getting exposed left and right. Now, if they give him the Brock Lesnar treatment, let's say somebody like goes, he's like, yeah, everybody's on steroids, look how they're evading USADA. The one guy's on IVs and the other dude's doing all kinds of steroids and they don't even make him test for six months? Like, what's going on here? Like, that's the question, right? What is going on here? Like, you're not protecting the agency's integrity when I mean the agency is USADA and the UFC, if you're going to let certain athletes have special treatment, you know. That's my opinion on things. But how do we expect people to take the UFC? How do you want them to take the UFC seriously? Because people have been saying for years, USADA a joke. And now they really do look like a joke. So if you want to see, like if you're listening to the Conor McGregor interview and you don't hear the part of him talk about USADA, go to Jedi Goodman's Twitter and he has it on there. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep it on there for long, but he has it on there. I just recently watched it because I watched that interview about 10 times looking for that specific part and I could not find it. So unless you watch the live, you're not getting that part because I listened to it on Apple podcast and I watched it on YouTube. You cannot find that part. They took it off. And somebody put they cut this. Yeah, they sure did. Somebody said, yo, Ariel. Yo, MMA fighting, you got to cut that, bro. Cut that. We shall see what happens. Um, So I reached out to Peter Jan's manager to ask him Peter's next moves. I didn't get much in return, but crazy, right? Crazy. I didn't get anything in return, but let's see what Peter does. Like I said, honestly, I do see him going back to... I do see him... Go- I don't see him going back. I see him going to one championship. Um, Another thing I want to talk about before I let you guys go... Is the fact that Francis Ngannou he kind of gave Ariel um, like he didn't tell him straight out, but he said, "Okay, I'm gonna go box Deontay Wilder first. Like I'm close on having a deal with that." And then it, he went saying that he's close to either signing a deal with one championship or PFL. Look, it says right here: Francis Ngannou is close to finding his next MMA home. In January, Ngannou officially entered free agency after. Protracted contract renewal talks with the UFC fell through. Now that free agency appears to be close to ending as Ngana revealed he is has his fut he has narrowed his future MMA promoter to two leading candidates. I have made a decision Ghana told Ariel Hawaii on the MMA hour on Wednesday. Without making a done deal. I know what my next move is going to be. Now what he's talking about there is that he's gonna box first. Okay, he goes on to say, I know that I wanna fight boxing first and then after that i will fight mma i'm gonna sign with one mma promotion i haven't made a decision in that yet i'm very close pfl and one fc right now are we are very close we will see now i like my question becomes will francis become one of those pay-per-view stars or is he gonna enter the tournament because i just see francis running through everybody here like if it is between these two i would want to go see him sign with one Because what what is he going to do in battle fight Ryan Bader, he would run through Bader. As two of the leading non-UFC promotions in the sport, signing Nganu the top ranked heavyweight in the world, would be a coup for either company and while Nganu has yet to decide between the two, the Predator is presently surprised by how negotiations have gone. One primary issue Nganu cited when talking with his struggles with the UFC was the restrictive nature of the UFC contract and lack of respect that he felt from the promotion. That that hasn't been the case during this short time in free agency. Well, no, they're going to promise him a bunch of things because he's a high-profile guy because he's coming from the UFC. Like, there's only two other times I remember feeling that way about a fighter. When Ben Askren came and when the UFC signed Mike Chandler. But for the most part, if you're high-profile, it's because you're coming from the UFC, not going. I'm going to do what I'm doing, and what is interesting about it, obviously, is there is huge money down here. But also, most of this deal has been viewed as a partnership, which is great for me, Ngannou said. I feel well respected, appreciated. It is different. It feels different. Listen, I never thought there was an MMA promotion that pays more than the UFC, or that has more money than the UFC. If the UFC wants to pay somebody, they will pay you. But the way that he comes, I'm not down for it. It should say it comes, but they put he. I'd rather get something with more value. My last three years weren't so happy, so excited. Maybe at the end of the day, this is good for everybody. And then he goes, guess what? So many of them are coming up with stuff that I asked for, And Ganu said. They are proposing a plan to work on it and get it better. Obviously, we can't get everything done at once, but there is willingness to improve to make things better. You know, Chautry's got that Asia money. Like, why do you think the UFC doesn't break in Singapore very well? Because that's Chautry's territory, bro. I was going to say organization, but that's Chautry's territory. And like, one is the better promotion over there in Singapore. I'm surprised I didn't even have to fight about it. I didn't have to ask. They were just coming up with some offers, proposing some terms. That really got me excited. Another factor Ngannou was focused on, on for his signing... Is the opportunity to make an event happen in Africa. For years the UFC's talked about going to Africa. But still has yet to deliver. And in Ghana says that will be his priority moving forward. We will have to do something in Africa he said. But I don't know man. Like again I've always said. They're probably offering him crazy money too. And a shortened schedule. But we would have to see man. We would have to see. But that's all I got for you guys. I know it's short. But. I was hoping to get an, a reply from Peter's manager. Actually, you know what? Before I let you guys go, the way I see this main event going down this weekend is Usman controls him for five rounds, 50-45s him. Again, if trigger-happy Justin comes out, we're going to see a knockout within two rounds. And I believe Jennifer Maya arm bars Casey O'Neill. Now, that's all I got for you guys. Make sure to follow me punch the mouth Official, official underscore P-I-T-M on Twitter. Punch in the mouth official on Instagram, right? Peace guys later.